Hey ladies, what's up? It's Brittany here with Lady Strong Fitness. And today on the Coffee with MP show, we're going to talk about the most common nutrition questions. So the big question is this. How were two women who didn't cheat and purchase a gym franchise model, how were they able to spread their mission and purpose by empowering and transforming hundreds of women's lives through fitness, nutrition, mindset, and accountability with a micro gym business model of women only? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. We are Lady Strong Fitness. Welcome to the Coffee with MP Show. Hey ladies, like I said, it's Brittany here with Lady Strong Fitness and I wanted to start today's podcast with an introduction of our brand new book that is coming out at the end of March, March 25th, called Women's Weight Loss Secrets. We have compiled some of our most successful women at our studio and we asked them, if you put the weight all of your weight that you've lost back on, what would you do to get it back off again? And they shared their top 10 tips on how they would get that weight back off again. And we compiled it all into a book just for you called Women's Weight Loss Secrets. You're gonna be able to find the hard copy on Amazon as well as the MP3. So make sure you stay tuned and on the lookout for Women's Weight Loss Secrets coming at you at the end of March, March 25th. So with that being said, we're gonna hop right into today's podcast. And today, we want to talk about the most common nutrition question. So um, as a women's fitness studio, obviously we get tons and tons and tons of nutrition questions from our women, from how many calories should I eat a day, to what food should I stick to, and what food should I stay away from, how much water should I be drinking, what's a healthy weight loss per week. We get lots and lots of nutrition questions. So I'm going to answer some of the most common ones that we've gotten as of recently, and I hope that this is going to help you along your journey um, one way or another. So the first question I want to talk about is what kinds of foods should you stay away from and what kind of foods should you stick to? So this is kind of a very point blank question. Um, it's very common to hear the answer to this question um, on the internet and in articles that you read, maybe on other podcasts, maybe at your local gym. But the biggest thing that I can tell you is the foods that you should really try to stay away from, um, number one, are your sugary foods, things that are really high in sugar. Um, this is very obvious, so cookies, candies, cakes, um, fruit juices, anything that's got a very high sugar content. Even sometimes some of the yogurts that you buy off of the counter that you might think are healthy are super, super high in sugar. So you just want to really be careful, um, especially with the foods that you think are healthy. Always make sure that you're reading the nutrition label and checking out the um, sugar content for the foods that you are eating. So sugary foods is number one. Number two, obviously, your processed foods. So anything that's um, in a can that comes already cooked. Um, a lot of people think like lean cuisines and frozen meals can be really good, but you got to be careful with those things because they're really high in sodium. Um, they're already processed and they're already pre-cooked. So you just want to be careful for those things. Um, obviously chips, um, anything that you find in a bag, um, macaroni and cheeses, things like that. Anything that's already come pre-made for you, you just want to try to be careful. If you can cook your own food, that's always the best. So processed foods would be number two. Um, number three for me would be trying to stick away from anything that says uh, sugar-free or fat-free or low-fat. Typically when things say that, they've replaced that fat with something else that may be just as unhealthy for you, if um, if not even worse for you, than the actual fat or the sugar would be. So things that your dressings, mayos, um, again, Greek yogurts, um, fat-free milk, things like that. You have to be very careful of anything that says sugar-free or fat-free or low-fat because they're adding other things into those products that are going to make them um, even more unhealthy for you. So those would be like the top three things that you really want to try to stay away from. Um, uh, for things that you want to stick to, 
I would say obviously always vegetables, right? Always um, green leafy vegetables. Any kind of vegetable is going to be really good for you. Your lean meats, turkey, chicken, um, lean ground beef, um, different cuts of steak, um, sirloin steak, filet mignon. Those are your leaner cuts of steak. Um, obviously venison is a good one. Pork you want to be careful with because it's high in fat. So um, any kind of uh, like egg whites and uh, fat-free Greek yogurt um, that's un- that's unflavored. Um, any kind of a- some protein powders are really good for you as well. So those would be some proteins. Um, you want to look at your healthy fats, your avocados. Um, some peanut butters are really good for you. Almond butters or nut butters are much better. Um, all of uh, extra virgin olive oil. Cooking with that is so much better than cooking with canola oil or vegetable oil, and then your complex carbs, your quinoas, your brown rices, your whole grain pastas, um, your Ezekiel bread or whole grain bread, um, sweet potatoes. Those are the kind of carbs that you want to see. Your fruit is also considered a carb, um, so you just want to be careful with fruit consumption because like bananas are really high in sugar. You want to try to stick to things that are low on the glycemic index that are like green apples are low, berries are low, so your strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, blueberries are low in um, natural sugar. So those are just some of the foods that you want to try to stay um, stick to and the foods that you want to stay away from. So that's the first question that we typically get. The second question that's really common um, for us is how many calories should I be eating a day? Um, This is a very, very hard question to answer because it really depends on the person and what you're trying to accomplish. Because Sally coming into the gym who is looking to run the Chicago Marathon and who is running several miles a week, her meal structure might look much different than Susan coming into the gym wanting to lose 30 or 40 pounds over the next four to six months. So everybody's um, caloric intake is different depending on what your resting metabolic rate is. Um, That is the rate of calories that you burn throughout your entire day just living, um, plus how many workouts you're going to be doing a week. Um, So it's very variable. I I tell people as a blanket, um, if you're looking for weight loss, you know, 13 to 1500 calories a day is a good target. But again, um, if you're looking for something very specific, it's really specific to your goals and what you're looking for. So it's great to ask um, a health professional or somebody who is um, really great with nutrition to kind of help you dial that in. But that's just kind of an estimate that an estimate that I give based on the people that we see coming in and out of our studio. So don't take that as um, the Bible, obviously, because it's not necessarily true for everybody, but it's just a good start. So um, that would be the second one. The third one that we always get is um, what kind of what kind of diet should I do? Is keto good? Is paleo good? Is low carb good? Is um, this good or that good? To be honest with you, I think it really kind of depends on the person, right? If you are really, really, like I have some women that I've met that love keto. They're very, very good with it. They like it. It works well for their body. It makes them feel good. They feel good on it. They're seeing good results. So I always tell people if that works for you, then great. Um, some people really like low carb. They just feel really good on it. Um, maybe they have issues with carbs or gluten. So having low carb really works for their body. It makes them feel good. Um, and some people really like paleo. You know, it just really kind of depends on what's really good for you. But the question that I always um, test people with is, is what you're trying to do something that you could do for five or 10 years down the road? If what you're trying to do is not something that you could sustain for the rest of your life, then I would just take a second look at what you're trying to do and maybe find something that is more sustainable for your lifestyle. Because at the end of the day, when you're coming in to lose weight um, or to get healthy, you're really looking for a lifestyle change, not just a quick fix. And some of these diets out there can be just quick fixes and can be 
just temporary band-aids for a long-term problem. So just keep that in mind. Think to yourself, ask yourself the question, is this something that I could do for the rest of my life? And if you can't completely 100% say yes, you might just want to take a step back and analyze the choices that you're choosing to make when it comes to your diet. So um, that's number three. Number four is how much water should I drink a day? That's a really common one. So water consumption is so good for you. It's good for your brain function. Right away in the morning, it gets your metabolism running. It also helps flush out toxins from your body. Um, and it's just a really, really good appetite suppressant as well. So um, when you get hungry, nine times out of 10, you're probably just thirsty. So I always encourage people, when you do get a hunger pain, drink a glass of water, wait 20 minutes, and if you're still hungry after 20 minutes is up, then I would suggest having a snack or eating something because that probably means that you're hungry. But if if after 20 minutes you're not hungry, then you are probably just thirsty. So that's a good indicator of whether you're hungry or not, and it's a good way to have water help you suppress your appetite a little bit. Also, drinking water can help flush out those toxins, so it really helps to get rid of the extra bloat that you might be feeling. Um, also, drinking at least half of your body weight in ounces of water is a good benchmark for how much water you should be drinking a day. And I know that seems like a lot, but water is so good for weight loss, and it's super important. It's really good for your skin and for your hair, everything like that. So everything women look for um, in beauty, uh, hydration and water is really good for that kind of stuff too. So just make sure you're drinking your water. Um, if you need, need to add maybe some lemons or some berries and making an infused water, you can. Just be careful of adding any like um, sweeteners. So your crystal lights, your meals, things like that. A lot of those um, additives have aspartame in them. And aspartame is something that your body doesn't really know what to do with, so it just kind of holds on to it, and it does make you feel a little bit bloated and a little yucky. So just be careful at how much of that you're consuming in a day. So that's number four. So the fifth and final one that I always get, ladies, is alcohol. Can I drink alcohol if I am trying to lose weight? So alcohol is one of those things that you just really want to be careful with because it can make you gain weight, right? So we all know that alcohol has lots of carbs in it. Um, it's mainly just fat and carbs. That's all alcohol is. It really is nothing else. So don't kid yourself because there's no protein in it. Um, so you just really want to be careful with alcohol and how much of it you consume, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Now, if you are one of those people that tracks your macros and you can fit it in your day, then by all means, fit it in your day. Because if you are tracking your macros and you're hitting your numbers, you can still drink alcohol and lose weight, which is a great, great, great thing to do. So it's okay to have alcohol in moderation, but if you really are trying to make some big changes in your life and you really want to see great results um, at a quicker rate than you normally would if you did drink alcohol during your pro during your weight loss program, then I would highly suggest just cutting it out altogether and getting to where you want to be and then slowly but surely adding it back in if you need to. So um, alcohol can be consumed. If you are going to consume alcohol, I would highly suggest sticking to clear liquor, um, vodkas, gins, anything that's clear. And you want to try to stay away from your mixers, your um, your orange juices, cranberry juices, um, regular pops, things like that. You just want to be really careful of those things because it's just adding extra calories and extra fat and carbs into your body. So just be careful of those things. Um, red wine that's dry is better for you than red wine that's sweet. Obviously, the sweeter it is, the more sugar is in it. Um, beer, you just want to be careful with, obviously, just super high in carbs. So just be really mindful of what you're consuming when you are having a drink with your friends. That way, you're not totally, completely derailed 
scaling your weight loss um, process. So with that being said, lazy ladies, those are my top five tips when it comes to nutrition, the top five questions that I get asked the most. I hope this stuff was helpful for you. Like I said, remember our book, Women's Weight Loss Secrets, is coming out March 25th. You can get the hard copy or the MP3 on Amazon and on our website. We look forward to you guys getting this book in your hands and getting some good information from our top women at our studio who've gotten the best results, and they're going to share those secrets with you. So with that being said, have a great day, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or whatever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.